Twi, we on this particular mission. We'll never know. But what I do know is here today that the Black Knights will emerge victorious once again. Do you remember that? What that's from? That's nostalgia. If you don't say Independence Day, you're fucking out. Trash, Don't get triggered now. Brad. And would y'all believe Ryan's here? Oh, don't go forget about Kale Wesley. Trash, 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 monster, bitch. Hey guys, it's Trash Mob. It's your boy, Kale. I'm here with three beautiful gentlemen. Beautiful babies! I'm Brad. What up, Kev? Already took the B. Who else is up in here? It's Wes again. Oh shit, Wes is here. Ryan's here as well. Yeah. Alright guys, so today we've got something special. <laughs> something old. Something, something special. Something borrowed. Something new that isn't new, but old. But, but new. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Keep it secret, keep it safe. Fly, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about one of my favorite things in the world. And it's not even like a thing. It's it's a feeling. It's an emotion. So it's not macaroni and cheese. People wonder if it even exists at all. It's I'm wondering why we would waste an hour on it. But yeah. Wesley wanted to do it. It's all your fault, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my fault, guys. It's gonna be well, let's shot. be honest. We didn't have any other ideas. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we ran out of ideas. This is the fifth episode. Uh, yeah. we're, we're already on the way out. Let's be real. <laughs> What is nostalgia? Did we actually say we're talking about nostalgia? Yeah. Okay. We're not going to talk about it. I've done way too many drugs in my life. <laughs> Wes has got no fucking respect. That's his problem. Brad, what up, girl? Tell me what you have had done this week. What I have had done, what I'm nostalgic about this week, is I got a PSVR finally. Um... The day after we recorded the last podcast, and uh, Wesley was over there, I totally like kicked him out of my house. So I had to go get it. I was so excited. First of all, I want to say sorry about this. This what's going on? I got you know some kind of animal living in my throat right now. I don't know what it is. Semen. Yeah, it's a yeah. Come giant. <laughs> anyway, so I went to go get a PSVR, and well, I called um, like I was calling around places trying to find one. I found one at the military, uh, is it military circle Walmart? Oh no, sorry dude. But anyway, I get online, they say they have one, it's the only place around that has one. It says that's one or two left. So I do the thing where you pay now, and then you get, um, and then they basically grab it and bring it up to the front of the store and you can pick it up whenever. So that way I didn't have to worry about it going somewhere, mm -hmm. walking out of the store. So I did that, they sent me a thing, you know you can pick it up in two hours, start a timer. Then all of a sudden I get something saying, you know, we've had a problem. So I call up there. They say they don't have them at all in there. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? You took my money already because they already took the money. So then I start looking around at other places and I find one in, on Jefferson Avenue. When I go, I call, they say they have two. I call them. I said, I'm not doing that bullshit where you pay beforehand again. But because I already did the refund at the other place. Then we go pick it up, right? We drive through traffic. Um, it's like fans. It's like an hour and a half away from where I live. So we go way down there, get there. They have it. It's fucking glistening like a fucking oasis, like Zelda music's playing when I'm walking up. I grab it, go over to the thing, card gets declined. And I was like, well, what the fuck? What's going on? We just got tax money. Like, it's in there. But they took the money, and it, like, from the other one, and then they hadn't given it back yet. So then it looked like someone was running around town trying to buy up $400 things in a row. So they locked down the card altogether. 
So then I basically called and called, and they said, we can't help you till tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. I was freaking out. It's the only one. I wanted it so bad. Called my boss. He hooked it up. I paid him back the next day. Fucking Papa Bless. Thank you very much. Thanks, Crips. Thanks, Crips. Thank you, Crips. <laughs> so I've been VRing and sick at the same time, living in, living in a total isolation bubble. It's been really cool. I had a weird moment yesterday. I call... Uh, um, I'm sorry, I will cut out all that up. But um, at a weird moment, I called my girlfriend up, and I was having vertigo and shit. When I was sitting at my desk at work, I started feeling like I was in VR, like because of my glasses or something. I was feeling really weird. It was that's strange. scary. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if I'm in VR now. Oh my god, it's Are you happening! Having an outer penis experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outer penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you feeling <laughs> I'm feeling pretty clamped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, I haven't been watching shit. I played Resident Evil, beat it finally, so we can stop talking about that in the podcast. But I finally beat it, everyone. Uh, it's really good. If you haven't played it, please go play it. All right, what's up, Wesley? So, all I've really done is play the new Digimon. And really, that's about it. <laughs> You do one thing a week. That's, like, that basically, that's what Wesley does is one thing a week. So if, if there's any consolation to that, Wesley played that, but a lot. Like, yeah, he, yeah he did. Not just one episode. I put, I put like a whopping three hours in it. So that's a lot for Wesley. That's, 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 that's good edging. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I edged really well in that one. <laughs> I mean, didn't it take you like nine months to beat the first Crash Bandicoot or something like that? <laughs> yeah, about that. It's like a ten-hour game. Yeah, <laughs> at that. An hour a month. Thanks for telling us how your week was. Yeah, that was yeah. fantastic. So <laughs> fantastic. So I spent this week playing Digimon, <laughs> and when I say playing Digimon, I've got about twenty-one hours. And by this week, I mean literally in the last like four days. So seven times the amount of Wes that Wes got in one week of his only thing doing. Yeah, I got 21 hours. Okay, got um, it. As you all know, I love me some Digimon. Um, He's a digital monster. And I love this game so much. I'm not done. 21 hours, I'm still at chapter one. Apparently there's five. Is a digital monster, is that what like the online Lady Gaga fan club, is that what you call it yourselves? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Little Digimons. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, that's a good sound, though. <laughs> I also um, did a very nostalgic thing and very impulsive thing where I bought three Yu Gi Oh decks. <laughs> three decks. Real life. He's trying to revive his virginity, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get back. So, to resurrect that shit. My brother is praying the gay away. My, my brothers and I like to relive childhood memories and we bonded. Yeah. Because of you, Gil. When I try to relive memories, I just, you know, look at pictures of Tracy Gold from Growing Pains. Wait, who? So what did you do, Ryan? What did you do this week? Uh, this week, um, I tried to play Resident Evil, and I cried a lot. Haven't played since. Watched a lot of walkthroughs so I could work myself up to it. So you could figure out what would be scary? So then, yeah, but was, I'm still gonna so then there's little, no point in playing? No, I'm still going to be a little bitch. Um, I only got through like the first hour or so watching, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this with my life. So I started playing Final Fantasy XV instead. Great haircuts in that game. Yeah, great haircuts. Uh, I want to grow up to be uh, Japanimation. 
want to have slanty eyes and wishy hair. Say you are a weeaboo. Like, yeah. I thought that was I want to wake up and be ghost <coughs> but with Asian eyes. Okay, so and not not Johansson ghost in the shell, not American. No, not American. All right. Next segment. <laughs> Nostalgia. A noun. A wistful desire to return in thought, or in fact, to a former time in one's life, to one's home or homeland, or to one's family and friends. A sentimental yearning for the happiness of a former place or time. Thank you. We're talking about nostalgia tonight. Are we all? Yes, sir. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) So, one of the most important things to me is living in the past. Living in the past. And never looking to the future. To the future. To the future. Yeah. Future. I mean, so Brad, what does nostalgia mean to you? Nostalgia to me means like when I listen to a song, like a old Taken Back Sunday song or something, and all of a sudden I feel like I'm literally 16 again. And like, I get mad at the same shit, like, and I'm... I don't know. I know it's corny at the same, but I feel like a younger person when I, when something really hits me like that, that like basically it's like opening up like a time capsule. Like, yeah, it's like you breathe it and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, same for me, like listening to old music. Like I think I've told Kev this before. There's a band I listen to called three. And every time I hear a certain song from them, it takes me back to <laughs> when I was grounded as a like, like middle schooler. And I was reading Sherlock Holmes books. <laughs> so, so no, no. Let me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like help you with this. <laughs> so he doesn't He's go to the Sherlock Holmes. No, no, no. This is beautiful. For, for Wesley, I'm not like an analyst or anything. I'm not a fucking doctor. But to you, nostalgia is remembering things based on your based on okay, remembering past experiences yeah. based on, on Stim- outside stimuli. Outside stimuli. Yeah. So. You think you think of what do you think of when you play the Harry Potter game? Oh, James's house. Exactly. Are you talking about the PS2 <laughs> Harry Potter game? PS1. Oh. What do you think about when you think of um <laughs> Winona Ryder? <laughs> she stole some shit. Exactly. <laughs> like Wesley, so it's one little thing. Wesley never got Wesley away from Wesley's mind. Who is it? Brooke Shields? <laughs> oh, this is a shitty one. Postpartum depression. Yeah. So he, so Wesley, when Wesley hears like that somebody stole something, he'll be like, "What did he? What did he? My Winona that?" <laughs> he or, won't let that go. Now. Or like he'll he'll hear somebody say like, Neither "Oh, I'm she. suffering from postpartum depression." Wesley will be like, "Don't be a Brooke Shields right now." <laughs> yeah. So he's like a walking Urban Dictionary. Yeah, yeah. That only refers to '90s references that may be obscure. Exactly. What's cool about what you just brought up about uh, nostalgia that I hadn't really thought of, it being outside stimulus, and it's like something like music or an idea or a movie or something like that, and how it it's almost like you can't you can't sit here and be like, I'm going to turn on this brand new album and get nostalgic right now. It's like it kind of has to just happen to you. It's like a good bourbon, yeah. right? Just the longer it stews... The more sweet it is when you taste it, and the longer it goes before you have that feeling again, it's like the better. Yeah, it's ex- it gets ex- the feelings are exponentially like yeah. better. Yeah, creamier. 
creamier, richer. It's like we put it's like we put some cream of mushroom soup in your brain. Yeah, that's weird because now now that just made me nostalgic for uh, cream of wheat because my grandma used to make me that. So so Ryan, what? Does nostalgia mean to you? A couple things. I mean, like, just generally speaking, nostalgia. N- nostalgia. <laughs> ah, nostalgia. Uh, nostalgia. Nostalgia for me is, like, just me remembering the series of farts, burps, and the times I shit my pants. <laughs> is that it, man? No, no. There's, there's more. <laughs> it's I mean, like, is that so, dude? I mean, like, there is times that I can recall if I burp a certain way. I can remember, oh, man, I blew that in someone's face that one time in high school. Do <laughs> smells are something to me that are very nostalgic? Like yeah. a smell. Oh, yeah, of like, like, I remember the smell <laughs> of school hot dogs now that you said that. Like, I, like yeah. the rubbery smell mm-hmm. of them. Or, like, I remember the way cheese pizza at school, I would think that it looked like human skin on there. Yeah. I remember thinking that constantly. Dude, it always did look like human yeah. skin. It looks like fucking leather faces. Like, here's your pizza, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's human. Yeah. And, and it's it's funny because we all said what nostalgia means to us, and they're all like separate facets of nostalgia and what's yeah. most important to us. So, I'm gonna go now. So, this is what nostalgia means to Kevin. In the third person. Yeah. Say it. <laughs> that smile I get from a young lady when I beat Liquid Snake on top of Metal Gear. The okay. warmth I feel in my chest when I'm watching Princess Mononoke. Okay. Great movie. You didn't even say anything about my Spirited Away fucking thing I sent the other day. I sent a gif of fucking... Were you a girl? Blank thing. I thought you would be the one that would get it more than anything. It was for you, basically. Sorry, dude. I love you. Okay. <laughs> the 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 feeling of accomplishment when I beat Andros in Star Fox. Star Fox, yeah. Sorry. Nostalgia's about reliving moments that changed my life mm-hmm. and filled me with happiness that you can't feel any other way. Yeah. It, it just brings back that old happiness. Because happiness happens and then it goes away. Yeah. Really quickly. It's a high. Right? By the time you realize you're happy, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So being able to relive that every now and again is is really important to me. And that's why I've, I like go through these phases where I'll like be really into something for a long time. Yeah. And then I get over it, quote unquote. And then, you know, two months down the road, a year down the road, two years down the road, I come back to it and it, and it. It, it brings me back. Yeah. And and it's so important to me because there's not a lot positive that really happens when you really think about it. Yeah, from on the day to day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really it's, luckily there's not a whole lot of negative either. No. It's just a lot of neutral. You only really <laughs> remember like we were talking about like uh memories. You only Remember these snapshots, and it's usually the highs and the lows yep. that really actually trigger that. You don't really remember the in-between, you know, fellas? <laughs> You're right. You don't. I mean, that's what's so great about video games and movies is that that's something, and even music, like, you can kind of sit there and not really, like, triggered on purpose, but, like, the movie Aliens is my favorite movie, and it's not my favorite movie because it's the best movie. I know it's not the, the greatest film ever, mm-hmm. but it was the first rated R movie that I ever watched. My stepdad did this thing where he like rented it, and like my mom didn't want me to watch it, and he was like, he took like when they went to bed, he was like, hey, the movie's in there, you know what I mean? So I was like, cool. So I watched it, and I remember just like loving it and lo- like feeling like I was doing something I'm not supposed to. Like it was just 
perfect, you know? Like, it was that, and then it was Predator 2. I know Predator 2 isn't as good as Predator, but to me, those movies, like, will always be... Like, if I could always watch them on a VHS, I would. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the whole putting it in the VCR and, like, just watching it is something. I don't know. Yeah. Makes you forget about taxes for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, what brings out the most nostalgia? Like, what excites you the most? I know you said Aliens. Is that is that yours? I think if I... Like I said, I can't always bring it out like on purpose if I were to listen to music or something like that. And I can't always, you know, I don't always kind of want to feel nostalgia. Like, mm-hmm. it can be sad sometimes. There, yeah, there are sometimes like, you know, sometimes when you're nostalgic, you realize how long ago that was and how old you've gotten and like how different things are or like how different everyone's become. Like, my friends, I there's this guy that I, I think he actually listens to this, and I don't know, he might, this might mean something if he hears me say it, but there's this guy that lately, in like the political climate and shit, we do not get along anymore. In person, we still get along, we're still friendly, but when I see him post and stuff, it's just like, and I know he has to feel the same way about me, mm-hmm. and it's weird to me because I'll do something like listen to, I know you guys have to know the song, um... That what's that thrice song? Uh, Cold cash and colder hearts, mm-hmm. right? To me, I remember sitting there listening to this song as a kid with him, thinking about like how we don't help enough people. You know what I mean? And like how like fucked up that is. You know? Yeah. And that song really spoke to me, and it spoke to both of us. And like I don't see that person now when I, and it's like I wonder now if like that was real. Like, that moment of us, like, talking about that and, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like, how can, like, I, because I really felt that way when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and that song really meant something to me. And now it's like, it just, it's sad. Like, sometimes the nostalgia can bum me out. Yeah. 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 What about you, Ryan? All right. So, uh. I farted this time. (laughs) (laughs) It smelled like pickles. So, like, the thing that can really bring me back as a kid is uh, the ice cream man. That noise. That music. Dude. Yeah. That music can really bring you in. Uh, I don't know what it's about it, dude. It's just like, it brings you back to a time where you didn't have to give a shit about anything. Uh, you could just look like a fat little kid, eat stupid ice cream with uh, Ninja Turtles on it, the melted uh, gumballs on it, and it looked like someone added an extra chromosome to your ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do that. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. And, um, it's just that fucking music, though. It just brings you back to where, like, you can just skin your knee on the ground, cry like a little bitch, your mom dabs it with a fucking paper towel, and you're like, all right, I'm not a little bitch anymore. I can go outside and act like I'm tough. Yeah. You know? And not have to worry about bills and shit. Ice cream, the ice cream jingle, is the earliest memory I have of my, my entire life. Really? I'm a fat boy. <laughs> I, and, but the only time I would run was after that fucking ice cream guy. Cause you're not some poser. You're not faking it. Hell no. <laughs> of running for ice cream. Yeah. Yes. And, dude, the ice cream guy in California, by the way, he was there all year because it's always fucking hot in San Diego. Yeah. He would come with, like, Mexican, like, toys Chaco and stuff. Chaco tacos. Oh. He, he'd have, that was oh, what I would always get is a Chaco yeah. taco. But he would, he would bring, like, these bags they were like foil bags, and you smack them, and they inflate really fast. Yeah. And then they pop. Don't know why he had those, but I loved them. That's how I got garbage pail kids. Yeah. Was from the ice cream man. <laughs> and like this dude, this dude's truck was loaded. This dude had to have been the richest ice cream man in the world. Yeah. I I think 
Okay, my nostalgia now is playing a trick on me because I'm not sure. Like, we had an ice cream man as well. I mean, um, a human. So we had that. Ours had the big thing. The big thing I remember getting from them were them little white little sperms that you could throw and pop on the ground. Yes, I would get those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, I think they were called like cum shots or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Money shots. <laughs> I don't know what they were called, but they were fun for no reason at all. I don't know like what. Ching chong poppers. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably yeah. in Venezuela. Ching. So he also had pogs. Yes. And slammers. Mm-hmm. So I didn't always have enough money for slammer. My mom would give me five bucks to shut me the fuck up on most days. Like, I'm running out there. She'd be like, shut up, just go. Five dollars. Dude, you but have it, to pull out the dick hard of pogs for me right now. Dude. Do, I, do, I, had, I had the fucking, like, tournament thing. Like, the actual stand where you can actually put your pogs and stuff. How many times did you actually play pogs with someone, though? A lot. See, my, I only probably really brother, played, like, ten times. Me and my older brother played that shit from the ages four to six for two years straight. Like, that was our shit. See, I like, only remember actually hours. playing a few times. But I would get slammers every now and then. Dude, slammers? I remember my favorite pogs were the poison ones. You remember poison? Yeah. yeah. And then they would have, like, the uh, they would have like the hologram ones that, yeah. like, were, like, they were almost like X-Men cards that were, you know, hologram cards. I mean, altogether cards. I had, X- I had uh, Cyclops and Wolverine pogs. They were sick. Can I? Oh, did you figure out your story yet? Because I have a story that this nostalgia. If we're talking, because I feel like this has kind of just turned into tell old stories. That's what it is. Okay, well, what it's about. okay, well, then I have an old story then. Okay. There was, I don't know if any of y'all collected baseball cards. I don't even like sports, but I collected baseball cards when I was a kid. Pinnacle. Do you remember that brand? Mm-hmm. Pinnacle. They still exist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Beckett. I remember I had like Beckett's and shit. I don't know what I did with them. I just remember looking at prices. Be- Beckett never was sold, the price. Yeah. Thing. Never yeah. sold a card, but I had it. Yep. So, anyways. Pinnacle came out with this thing of cards one time, and it was you get cards, and then they would all you could also get one in like every couple packs would have a coin as well. So then, like you, one card in the pack would have a hole in it, and every now and then you would get the coin. If you got the corresponding coin to that card, it was like worth even more than because it would slide inside, and you could get a box close enough. So I got a Ken Griffey one, right? Ken yep. Griffey Jr. Yep. Got his card. Like six months later, I finally like keep going to the store. There was, a, it was I forget what the store was called. Um, sports fan, I think. What was it called? Spectators. Ooh, I remember that. It's in my cousin. I think the guy passed away on it, which is kind of sad. Anyway, I finally kept going back. Eventually, got the coin matched up. Perfect, right? This little kid Trey, right? Neighbor Trey. Think of like a Trey, little asshole yeah. Trey. Mm-hmm. Like T R E or T R E Y? T R E Y. Or like an ashtray. T R E Y. He was the older kid that like would beat up on every other kid, but if he was like on your side that day, then like you felt like you were cooler. Did he yeah. have a rat tail? No, he didn't have a rat was tail. He, was he Asian? He wasn't Asian. No, he wasn't Data Hong Kong. Data Hong Kong with a fucking rat tail, dude. Yeah. So me and him had gotten like. I was like probably the next age under him. So, but he was still like the bully of the little. our block. We'd all play like Smear the Queer outside and stuff like that. Yes. And he was always hitting a little bit rougher than he probably should. Ended up being more fun that way looking back on it. So I get this card. He's at my house with me when I get this card, right? I finally get the things. I'm like, oh, my God, I got the fucking card. I got the coin. Like, I checked on Beckett. This shit's worth at least 12 bucks, dude. I'm fucking, like, I'm rich. I'm fucking, I'm rich now. You made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck college, dude. I'm in. Yeah. Got the card. <laughs> yeah. So... He's like, cool, can I see it? Mm. And I was like, yeah. 
And this motherfucker rips it in half right in front of my fucking face just to be a dick. Wow. And I jumped, like, I just started squealing and, like, ran across my room, jumped on him, was just like, didn't even care if he beat me up at this point. I was just Lost going in. Shit. My mom comes in there, has to pull me off of him. I don't remember really what happens after that. I could be embellishing the story a little bit. I was like eight or nine. Yeah, the Christmas story moment. Yeah, but I freaked out. Like I, I got supremely triggered. That, but that's like warranted trigger. Like yeah, I was yeah. like, that's yeah. like your friend that's really good at WWE SmackDown too, and whipping your ass repeatedly and rubbing it in your face. You gotta punch him. Yeah, you gotta punch him or kill him or you know just punch. Him. <laughs> but yeah, it, him. it it sucked. But I don't know why. But so basically, Pogs ice cream. Trey. <laughs> You're bringing up some dark shit. <laughs> Trey, girl. Yeah. I've, I've got mine. All right. I used to dirt bike ride with my dad all the time. Oh, is it picking? Okay. You got to stay louder. So I used to dirt bike ride with my dad all the time. And back then, I mean, that's all I did. Like, weekend, during the week, whenever. And that was something we did. It was just us two. It you know gave us this good bond, and anytime I see it, like on TV or just anything like that, it just it takes me back to that time because that was just something you know I enjoyed doing with him. And it's one of those things. It is. It, it does kind of go on like a dark path sometimes because like it, it bums me out. Like cause I can't do that with him anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. <clears throat> You know, I, I would do anything just to go back to that time to do it because that was just something me and him did. We, you know, I didn't have any other cares in the world, you know, you know, screw school. I just, I wanted to, I wanted to be out of there. I wanted to be home. I wanted to be on the bike with him. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. And, and like Wesley, like when we're driving, like we going through like North Carolina, Wesley always points out this one spot. He's like... My dad and I used to jump bikes over there or whatever, and I'm like, "Was it Slate? Is that the place it's going?" Slate did that story. I remember that. Morgan's Corner. Morgan's Corner. No, I don't know that. You ever ride in Gates County? Mm. No. Yeah, there was a place in Gates County. I don't know if it's still there. Gates County. was real nice. Oh, it, it's it's right after Gates. Yeah. Okay. It's probably the same area. But Slate was the <laughs> shit, dude. We used to ride in the area like um, on a farm near Michael Vick's mom's property. And it was fucking legit, dude. I had a, like a ADCC Raptor, so sick. Yeah, I love running ATV. They're like, I, when I get a truck again, I'm gonna probably buy an ATV. Just to sit in the back of it. Just to sit in the back of it <laughs> with the ATV loaded in there, just rev it. Yeah, just like walk out with like a Fox racing shirt on, and just stand outside. Uh, yeah. And what was cool, like, I just moved out over to my uh, girlfriend's place for a little bit, and going through my stuff, I found like my old dirt bike gear, like. My boots, my gloves, helmet, goggles, all of that. And, like, it just kills me. Like, I, I just want to get back into it so badly because, like I said earlier, it just it, it takes you back to a good time. Yeah. Like, Do you have access to a bike at all? His motorcycle. Just my, yeah, like he said, just my motorcycle. I don't have a bike anymore. So as long as you can get me. <laughs> I mean, the most nostalgic thing to me is Guyver. Have y'all ever watched Bio-Boosted Armor Giver? I thought you said MacGyver at first. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. Okay, so I'm a weeb. Uh, we, we, yeah, we if you've listened to this many episodes, you know. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was seven years old, I'll never forget this. I was at my buddy David's house. We're watching Power Rangers in Space. Uh-huh. 
And David's grandma came home from Bridge. She came home from uh, Domino's. She used to get us, she would get Domino's pizza, and I'd go over to David's house. We'd watch Power Rangers. Well, so what's changed? He lives in Missouri. Okay. So, but you would do this if Who you lives in Missouri? Yeah, David. It's a different David. You don't know like, this guy. I, this is before you I, were. I thought, before I thought you were talking about your brother. His name is David Mitchell. He was really cool. And if he ever listens to this, this is a shout out to you, Doc. Yeah, still, you still are cool, Dave Mitch. Yeah. So, R.I.P. His yeah. grandma one time b- brought home something from Blockbuster, and it was called The Giver Bio Boosted Armor. And it's, and it's a, uh, an 80s anime. And she pops it in the VCR and she goes into her room to knit or something. She was the most cliche grandma in the world. I'm pretty sure it was his great grandma. So, But how OG was that that she rolled in with and got you like some bio boosted armor shit? Yeah, she was so, she knew what he liked and yeah. got him something that he would enjoy. Rolling deep, that's so close. Good thing she went to the other room to knit because this is the most violent shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I'm talking cutting heads off of monsters and you know the cliche blood gushing out in anime like blood filling the entire room that's what it was and just it was this dude with armor and he had really long elbow knives (laughs) I can't even explain it and it's what got me into anime because like after that like I really want to watch Pokemon I really wanted to watch Dragon Ball Z like that was my jumping off point to my virginity that was your gateway drug it was the next part we're going to talk about I was thinking about you know we should talk about the worst you've ever been grounded, and what did you do to get it to the to, to, to grounded? You <laughs> <laughs> Alright, mine's gonna be short and sweet. When I was in a summer school, I think for senior year, I was standing outside smoking a cigarette. <laughs> senior a year? Senior year. Yeah, I was dumb. Dude, I was smoking mad cigarettes before I was in eighth grade. <laughs> but <clears throat> I was smoking a cigarette outside, like, you know, on school property. Somehow got me and my buddy Hawkins on camera, and <coughs> principal comes out, you know, tells us like, "Hey, you gotta come to the office." Go there. The principal calls my mom, tells my mom, "Hey, look, I caught your son outside. He was smoking a cigarette." <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Yeah, smoking a doobie. Yeah, yeah. smoking a dude. Be. <laughs> <laughs> got caught smoking or whatever. As soon as I got outside of the school, because you know they sent sent me home for the day. She score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So now you smoked every day after that. But in summer school, you oh, only yeah. had one day like that you could miss. So that was the day I could miss. <laughs> <laughs> but I re- I don't know how long I was grounded. It wasn't too terribly long, but I got an earful from my mom and my dad. And even my sister on this. <laughs> Anytime you fuck up your sister, they, I think they you pretty the much they, they pretty much just called me an idiot. <laughs> Couldn't do anything for like a week at most, and that that was about it. I was like, <laughs> that was the whitest grounding ever. <laughs> I, I, I smoked a cigarette with Connor. I yeah. got caught. Yeah, Tanner shut up. He was like, he was like, we're late for fucking uh, youth group, and it's like, oh god. But that was like, I, I mean, I white really privilege. Didn't, fucking. I didn't do much as a kid to get me in trouble. He, you're right, because he only does one thing a week. Yeah. And, and he happened to smoke a cigarette. Yeah, that was the one of them is Bravo, like watching shows on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that was my nothing crazy. All right, I have I have two because they were the same amount of time of grounding. How? 
Okay. Because I feel like they both need to be sick. But who was more mad? Like, were you, like, did you get more trouble? What, like, my mom was more pissed about both, really. She was more pissed about this. Well, she, well, more pissed than my father, because my father's a complete fuck up. Um, that's here and there. We wouldn't uh, be here without fuck up. Yeah, you know. But um, We're all the first time, I'd be grounded for both a month the longest. A month. A month. That's nothing. <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, the first time was <laughs> me and a group of friends, including my brother and my younger brother, went and broke into uh, OBC Hospital when it was being built in Suffolk. Okay. We went and broke. You weren't there for that one. Not for this one. Uh, we Hold on, there. so you were there for all these? I don't think so. Were you there? Because it was me, Andrew Banker, yeah. a bunch of other people. Yeah, okay. I was there. Okay, yeah. Uh, we went you just said you don't into, do things. We went into broke, he never got caught. We, we, went <laughs> in, smart. we jumped the fence right, into Obesity Hospital. I don't pay my taxes, I'm smart. Site. We went in like the top story, pretty much, and just like grabbed like this glue and started throwing it everywhere, took a Sharpie and drew our outline. And like <laughs> a week later... <laughs> A week later, the cops come by. Our parents they just stick out. your hands on the wall. They're like, "That's it." <laughs> <laughs> We're around for months. But the the one that's even worse is the time that I saw my friend. Well, not really my friend, uh, an acquaintance of mine. I'm not going to say his name because it's kind of embarrassing. But he got <coughs> stabbed in his dick. He got stabbed in between his dick and his balls. In between that, what's yeah. that called? Uh, no, in between the dick and the balls, not the gooch, but like. Yeah, no, then that and like. And like this part, I would call that severing urethra. No, <laughs> that's like right. like the spot between your. It's like a neck there. shot. I call that like you a, got stabbed right there. Though. I call that I a Nicole know. Brown. I call that uh, Ron Goldmaning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but what are we cutting out? Uh, no, no, we were, he was asking for the name because he couldn't remember. But it was me and a few other people. We were uh, we decided to go over to this forty-year-old uh, dude's house. To drink alcohol. Mind you, what you're like. Mind you, on the under the cut under the radar, we were uh, we were all like 15, 16. Were you here too? No, was he not. wasn't. There. He was not there for this one. It was me and a few <laughs> others, and it was very sketchy because the reason we went over this dude's house, one is drink his alcohol. Yeah, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. No, he had tarantula vodka and like some other shit. But like because he was trying to molest our acquaintance's younger sister, so we went over there with the intention to fuck this dude up. But drink his alcohol at the same time. Drink his alcohol at the same time. Double it up. Double it up. Yeah, you, gotta, double, you, gotta double, double, you, you were double, double dipping. You got a discount double check on this one. So you were heroes. We could be heroes. We're drunk heroes. Yeah. So we got really wasted and uh, um, jumped this dude. Started beating A 15-year-old started beating up a 40-year-old man. That could work, though. Yeah. Um, long story short, we got in a fight. The dude pulled, like, was falling down, pulled a knife. And stabbed it upward towards the acquaintance. Stabbing and, Westward, another great band that you yeah, probably listened to. Uh, and stabbed him into his dick. We left the place. Uh, we hid in some woods. Cops came. Uh, we got away from the cops. They didn't pick us up until like a week later. I was at my buddy's house. They called my my parents called and said, "You gotta go to the cops and pull a statement in." So um, I got grounded for a month for that. That's it, though. I, I beat up a forty-year-old man with a group of people. What happened to your buddy's dick? Uh, he was a, he wore a catheter for like three months. Is he yeah, good now? He's, good. he's probably he's good. probably fine now. He wore a catheter for three months. He's pounding, he's pounding meat out there now. Uh, he's pounding meat, probably sort of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not laying that full one. You know? <laughs> Turns out he's still ugly. He's got he's still uh, he was ugly, uh, <laughs> yeah. and he's got Cialis in his blood system. I didn't get charged with anything. Uh, went to the cops, got in a statement about the night that happened. It was all honest shit. I was supposed to go to court. The dude pleaded out and got 20 years. That's what I was told. 
He got 20 years? Yeah, because they came For what? Uh, stabbing the dude in the Stabbing a minor. Defending himself. When you're a minor, it doesn't matter. He contributed to the delinquency of minors. He gave out yeah, yeah. minors, which just made the situation ignite. You're asking. Into a situ- he he got 20 years. Yeah. I believe I'm up. Yeah, I believe it's chaos. So I've. Batter up? I'm kind of in the same. Batter up? I'm forced to squeeze. Hold on. Sorry. Nostalgia. So I'm. I'm kind of in the same mode as Wesley. I really didn't do too much, but my my worst grounding was because it wasn't my fault. And you didn't narc. And I didn't narc. I did the opposite. So check this out. You narked on yourself. My brothers were shitheads. Still they would get work? they would get grounded nonstop. Like they were. Well, they were too good at pog, so they thought they were like good. Sh- like they were like walking around like fuck you. Yeah, I'm pog master. <laughs> They, they just walk around saying you keep on. <laughs> they were grounded more than they were free. So you felt bad. No, this is before it all started. My older brother and younger brother Dave decided to go in the backyard. I don't know. I'm probably six years old. Dave's five. Joe's have or Joe's uh, nine. They decided to go in the backyard and break this telephone. Our our home phone. <laughs> <laughs> We had a big boulder in our backyard, and Joe and Dave thought it'd be a great idea to go out back, take it off off the hook, and just throw it at this boulder until it broke. I guess so they could see what the inside looked like. Could have just unscrewed it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, been smart about it. I'm playing video games in my bedroom, not knowing nothing's happened. Cut it to my parents coming home from work. Because Joe used to watch this when he was nine. Can't do that shit nowadays, but that's how it worked. Yeah, you end up on Dr. Phil quick. So, (laughs) mom and dad get home from work. And my dad's like, where the fuck's the telephone? Guys, you know where the telephone is? They're like, I don't know. (laughs) They're not going to notice the telephone. So, so my mom and dad, they're like, I don't understand. So, they let let the dogs out in the backyard. Who let the dogs out? So, anyway. (laughs) Yeah. They see all the, the broken remnants of this phone, and my dad comes in, and it's like as if the belt, like, <laughs> materialized off his body. Yeah. into his hand. Yeah. And he's got a belt in his hand. He right? materialized it. So I'm like, I'm still in my bedroom. And, and my dad, like, opens up the door. He's like, did you fucking break the phone? I was like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. And then he's like, someone broke the fucking phone. Did you say, hold the phone, what are you talking about? <laughs> So we go in the, my, the he goes in the living room and Joe's probably like two bags of Doritos in by now and he goes and for the full ranch or nacho cheese it was nacho cheese all right cool so uh, they're the asking they're, he's asking them hey did you break the phone and they're like no we didn't do that I don't understand what's going on so then why would we break the phone why would we go do that so then Dave and Joe Dave and Joe start blaming it on each other like Dave's like Joe. You need to tell mom and dad that you broke the phone. She's like, you motherfucker. Like loud you enough for them to hear it. And yeah, and they're talking. Like they're, they're they're having a sit down. So I was like over this shit. I'm sick of hearing their lies. So I go into the room and I like go, mom, dad, I broke the phone. And they're like, they're like, like the brothers are like, yeah. And then they're like, <laughs> you became a hero. They're like, well, all right, you're getting you're getting an ass whooping. So I got my spanks. Go to bed, wake up the next day, my dad comes and talks to me, and he's like, hey, so I know you didn't break that phone, 
Yeah, that's why I went easy on that ass. Well, no, he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, I know Dave, Dave or Joe did it because I know you didn't do it. Yeah, he's like, but it's really cool that you stood up for your brothers. But next time, just tell me who did it. And I was like, I really don't know. I said, I just I wanted you guys to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Get why didn't you just tell him to begin with that it was one of them? Like, why didn't that go through your head? Or because I, I'm not a fucking narc, dude. Yeah. Because you have one sibling. Dude, no, Ain't a bitch that? boy, Wes. Because no. Dave and Joe would if not. If there's a bus, they're getting thrown under. Stitches. Get. Stitches. Yeah. Except for siblings because they're bitches. Another thing was like Dave and Joe were like really scared. Like they thought they were going to die. <laughs> so like I was the one that was like, you know what? I can handle this. <laughs> and then not only that, but them. they owed you after that. Yeah. Dave yeah. and Joe like had my back after that. Like in the morning you were laying in bed you are like, Pop-Tart! <laughs> I, got, I got grounded. I don't know how old I was. I have a whole... It's a whole fucking tale. Call me fucking... Uh, fucking Arnie over here. Yeah, call me fucking Tana Manga Goose. But don't call me late for dinner. Yeah, but... But, but don't... <laughs> call me Tana Manga Goose because I'm going to tell a fucking story up in here tonight. Tana away. Right. Yeah. It takes place... Um, I'm going to say 2001 only because... I had just gotten Grand Theft Auto 3. Great game. And the CD I just bought was um, Toxicity, System of a Down. Oh, yeah. man, you had a great year. Anyway, I, I, like, I'm getting nostalgic about that now. I want to listen to that entire album. But Let's listen to it on the way home. So I, I remember it now because... <laughs> I, like, I, had, I was like the only of my friends that had a PS2, and I had, I had that game. And I remember that album because I remember it came out and Grand Theft Auto came out right at the same time as 9-11 happened. I remember that being a thing. So anyways, I go to this house party, right? How old was I? Like 10th, 11th grade. You know, my dad... 16. My dad didn't want any part of me like hanging out at home at this point. Like, I'd, I'd only lived with him like three or four years at this point. So I was like, he didn't know how to deal with me. I was, I don't know how to deal with myself at 16 or 17. You know what I'm saying? So I show up. I go to this house party with my buddies. We're all sitting there. It's this guy, Bartley, this guy, Kurt, calling y'all out. I know you ain't going to listen, but if you do, you call it out. And this other guy, Jared, yeah, he lives in North Carolina now. So he's, he's, That's a hell of a last name. I'll, I'll cut out his last name, but his name's Jared. So anyway, the main dude, Bartley, he had a navigator that his parents let him drive around. Like he was like that guy that had a navigator. So we all went out and got a bunch of Mad Dog 2020. We got a bunch of Steel Reserve. We were having a house party. We were chilling. <laughs> we're going in hard, right? Ready for that sewer hangover. So we're sitting there at the house party, not doing shit. I actually had my, the reason I remember this is because I brought my PlayStation to this house and I was playing Grand Theft Auto there. Like it was that new, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was definitely 2001. So we're sitting there, everyone's fucking playing. We're drinking. This one guy goes, Hey, you know, true value in Smithfield. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. And he's like, well, they leave their soda trucks unlocked. Sody pops. Sody pops. You know, I love them. <laughs> so they leave the truck unlocked and we stole like six cases one night and came back with them. Like it was crazy. Like the 24 pack. They got code red up there. And I was like, this shit was God. fresh hot. Yeah. 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 So my little fucking ears, like beep, beep, they perk up. You know, we start talking, yo, I bet we can outdo this motherfucker with his six cases. We got this navigator who wants to go hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> so me, Kurt, Bartley, 
And Jared, Jared, still fuck you, Jared. You never got in trouble. I'm still fucking mad about that. Because Jared had gone to school with us. The story about Jared was he had gone to school with us, but he had recently moved to North Carolina and he was just back visiting. And became the subway spokesman. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. So we, we go off, right? We get in the car, uh, go down in Smithfield to the True Value. We pull up in the Navigator. Just, just like we had heard, the whole side of the truck was unlocked of the whole Pepsi truck. Oh, wow. And it just so happened Kill it was all code red. The whole oh fucking right of it. 20, 24 packs of code red. We got a code red. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What we do is, hold on, did I say, I said Kurt Bartlett. Oh, there's another guy, John. John, he's a big part of this. Anyway, he's a big, he's a big player in this. Okay. It's all of us. We're all in the navigator. So we're already almost all full, right? I don't think I'm embellishing this story because I've heard it so many times now. Just relived it. We go, we unload this entire half of the truck. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we put it in the Navigator to the point where the two people up front are sitting on cases up like this driving. And the people in the back are laying on boxes pushed up against the roof of the Navigator. Come on. I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not embellishing Come this whatsoever. So we're going down the road, right? We pull out. We're like, dude, this is so you're fucking on 10. We're not on 10 yet. Uh, we, we come out of True Value by where the McDonald's is at before okay. before you get to like where the Farm Fresh is at and then you oh, turn shit. on 10. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're going left towards Ben's Church, right? Okay. Yeah. We get to that light up there and as we're driving up, the dude's like, hey, I heard when you're going up to a light, if it's red, if you blink your lights at it, it'll think you're an ambulance and then you can get by. So we start doing that and it works. So then we go back to this dude John's house. He's like, I got a place we can put all these drinks. So then we go back. He lives by the James River, down by like uh, bridges and stuff. Down by the river, literally. Yeah. yeah. Down by the river on a Friday night. <laughs> pyramid of Coderate and a pyramid light. <laughs> so anyway, this dude has one of those, ha- like a rancher that has a carport. That the whole carport, you can get up inside and it's like an attic inside the carport, but it's an open carport. <clears throat> so in the middle of the night, we pull up at his house. His parents are fucking snoozing in there. We unload 103 24 packs from his car. <laughs> and we have them, we have people in every like situation. We're like passing them along this line oh, up, up into the top. Yeah. Pass down, dude. Passing them up. When we get out and look, his shit is leaning down like this over top of the car. And we're like proud as shit, right? (laughs) So then we drive away, like fucking hype, go back to the party, fucking strolling in there like we're top shit. Days go by. We're at school. We've been telling people, you know, we oh, we just, no, like we're all fucked up. Hey, yeah, I know, <laughs> I, I I know. <laughs> We've all been like telling like the one dude we thought was cool kind of thing, like mm. you know. And then they told people, you know, it wasn't the people we told, it was the people that they told. So then all of a sudden, I worked at the BP in Smithfield, the one that's like on Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where like one of my first jobs. So I worked at that BP. My boy Bartley, the guy who had the truck, he hits me up and he's like, hey man, like, I'm kind of freaking out. Like, it's been a few days now. I wish we didn't do that. You know, like, is there any getting out of this, you think? And I was like, I don't know, man. Let's just, like, don't worry about it. Like, it's not a big deal. He's like, well, I don't know. I'm feeling weird about it. So then I guess he told his dad out of nowhere, right? His dad punches him in the face, right? He has a (laughs) (laughs) blood. 
Yeah, his dad sticks him because he's like, you did this in my fucking truck. This is the navigator, dude. Oh, God. The dadigator is what we call him after that. (laughs) (laughs) But so he's like, you're going to take your ass up there and you're going to tell what you did because I live in this fucking city and this is my name. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. not going to have my kid. Like, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. So Bartley hits us up. He's like, hey, my dad wants me to go do this. I was like, well, if you're going to go up there and do it, you better say it was all fucking you. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know what to tell you. So he's like, all right, well, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to talk to the other guys and I'll get back to you. So I'm at work. I start freaking out. I'm like, yo, all, everything's falling apart around me at this point. You're like, everyone's going to roll on me. Yeah. I wasn't even the main guy. I was just part of it, you know, but yeah. I was like, just what do you, I was just part of it. Yeah. So then Bartley says he's going to call me back and let me know before he does anything. Then all of a sudden I get a call from Kurt. He's like, yo, my parents just heard that Bartley went and talked to the people. It's like getting late at night. I'm still at work. I haven't even gone home yet. So I'm at work, and he's like, yo, uh, you know, like, Bartley told that we did that. And then the thing is that we have to go meet. He owned, like, in, in Smithfield, the guy owned the True Value, and he owned this funeral home right next door. And he was like, I want all of you kids to meet me at the funeral home t- tomorrow. Everyone who's involved, blah, blah, blah. But Bartley had already said all of our names at this point. So, and he's like, not only that, but I want to hear from everyone's parent by that time. Uh, so Kurt calls me and he lets me know that, hey, Bartley's already done this. And I start freaking out. I'm at work. I'm like, dude, there's no like getting out of this now. I have to like either sound like my dad or, you know, I don't know what to do. So I'm trying to figure it out and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going home straight after work. I'm already in trouble. So I'm just going to stay out all night. It was a school night. And I was like, well, I'm already fucked. So I might as well not go home. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I stay out till like 11 or 12. My, I have like a, one of those little Nokia phones. It's blowing up. It's my dad wondering where I'm at. And then by the time, like I hit my buddy up and I was like, yo, I don't know what I'm going to do. He's like, well, it's all right. My mom already called your dad and already talked like, like, so you can just go home. You know what I mean? And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, so I go home in the middle of the night, show up. My dad's sitting there still talking to the other dude's mom. Like, he's been pacing around. Like, they're, like, in serious mode right now. Like, their kids are out there doing all this shit. So then he just points at the table, and I know what he wants. He wants me to put my driver's license on the table because that's, like, the only re- way that I can get out of the house. I put it down there. Everyone's parents calls him and talk to him. The next day, we go up there and talk to him, and he says, okay, I've made a deal with Bartley's dad. I'm not going to press charges as long as someone pays for all these sodas now. So Bartley's dad went ahead and bought them all. Oh it was gosh. like it was only like five or $600 worth of when it ended up because he gave it to him for cost or something like that. Wow. But basically, this guy's thinking in his head, well, he sold it for a little more than cost, but he's like, basically in his mind, he's like, I'm getting rid of all these sodas at one time. Yeah. yeah. So to him, it's well, like, it yeah, it's actually cool that all these kids just bought all these sodas. <laughs> so, but fucking Jared's bitch ass gets out of it because he lives in North Carolina, hears about it, and has a sister call from North Carolina because he lives so far away, he doesn't have to actually show up for it. So his sister calls, he skates out of that shit fucking scot-free. Why are you mad? <laughs> God smart. damn it, Jerry. Hey, I'm smart. I didn't pay my taxes. Like, <laughs> like, that's smart. Fucking smart. I'm not mad. It's just, it's, I spent a year yeah. on lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even the main one. My dad put me on restriction for a year. He gave me 
on my eighth month, he let me go out for one weekend. I remember that because I remember my friends coming to pick me up and like I saw like high five and like yo I'm out like I made it yeah I made it and then I thought after that he's gonna be leaning on me again he was like no I was serious like that's your one like you're back like you're back in um so dude's parents buys all the drinks every time I go over there for dinner for years later even when this dude goes off to college at VCU. He's like, we had to, every time we went to his house, his parents were handing us code reds. We had to drink these old ass cans of code red. Oh my God. And then <laughs> they kept them. Yeah, yeah. They made us drink them all over time. Like we literally, every time we went over there, whenever he wanted to drink anything that wasn't water at his house, they would make him drink code red. And then whenever we would go there for like meals or whatever, we all had old ass Fucking dusty code red that we had to like clean off. <laughs> yes. And then, yo, they played your. When I went to VCU to visit him way later, he had like at his dorm room. He kept the last can of code red from it and still had it. Wow. But I spent a year like, and we still talk about it sometimes. But that's like the big caper that we did. It was actually looking back, really cool. But it's a cool story. I mean, I don't really remember being on restriction. I was young enough to like. You know, AIM was a thing. I'd sneak on there. Like, it sucked, yeah, but I probably wouldn't trade it in. Yeah. It was, I mean, you it kept was your cool. ass out of trouble for the rest of your high school life, right? Yeah, I basically realized, like, my dad didn't fuck around. And right. I did something little to get kind of in trouble, like, enough to get spooked out of doing something else. And That's then. That's straight. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. And it was fun. Like, we went on the edge of doing what we could do without hurting someone or hurting ourselves. And it was cool. Yeah, and got a bunch of free cut red eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so here's the question. I still don't drink cut red. I was gonna say, <laughs> do do you like cut red? Not really. I love Baja Blast, but I don't fuck with cut red anymore. Okay, <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, you got PTSD from me. Yeah. PTSD. Dude, I, I had PTSD before I went to Iraq. Like that's like, <laughs> like, that's, like loud noises were fucking me up when I showed up at Iraq. Anyways, thanks everyone for listening tonight to the fucking Trigger Cast. Um, my name is Brad. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Jimmy Noobtron. Every O is a zero. And if you want to follow the actual podcast on Twitter, it's uh, at Trash Mobs Cast. Um, my Instagram is bad underscore Brad, but all the A's are upside down V's. This is very weird. I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, uh, what up, Wes? What you got? My Instagram is just stone underscore Wesley. And then for my Twitter... It is Power Ranger Danger. So it's PWR Ranger Danger. Also, if you want to go follow us on uh, Instagram, it's going to be at Trash Mobs Cast. Also, please follow my wonderful and beautiful girlfriend. She puts up great, amazing work. You can follow her at, at Rachel Morgan on Instagram. Uh, link to your society. She does all my work and my girlfriend's work for free, actually. Yes, uh, totally. Uh, <laughs> you can follow her on Instagram. Her uh, link to your society six there. Uh, her Etsy store is going to be up soon enough. You got to say um, it quick, more, less quick. Uh, and that's at Rachel Morgan. Uh, you can follow me at Instagram for Taco Shell Butts. And we're at Twitter at Taco Shell Butts. And that's how you exactly spell it. Or you can follow us on Facebook as well at tri- uh, Trash Mobs Triggercast. Yeah. All right. And uh, Kev here. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Kevin underscore A underscore Ramey. That's R-A-M-E-Y. And you can follow me on Twitter at H-A-H-A underscore Kevo. K-E-V-O. And if you're super sweet, 
and you would love to give to our Patreon. Our Patreon is www.patreon.com slash trash mobs. And we would like to give a shout out to the people who have already donated to Patreon. And that is um, this fine lady we know, Sasha Sweet. And then the extra special Liz Anderson giving big ups. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Girls, you better fucking watch out. Bad thing, bad thing, bad thing. Trash, mom. Don't get triggered now. Brad. And would y'all believe Ryan's here? Oh, don't go forget about Kill Wesley. Trash, 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 tr